ignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Well, this morning, we have a testimony. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, a testimony. Yes, on Resurrection Sunday. And I want to invite upstage our brother, Augustine Adolfo, from the Graceland Zone, to tell us what the Lord has done for him. Hallelujah. Amen. My name is Augustine Adolfo. Um, I'm the zonal leader for Graceland. Um, just about last month, in March, the last week, my wife called me that my sister, sister that my son-in-law, was very ill and sick. She's been to the hospital, and the doctors could not tell what was wrong with her. So she called me. I was in school then. Just about to close from school. So I tell her, when I come, we'll see what we'll do. So I was coming, I remembered one memory fair that we um, had in service. That's James 5.14. If anyone sick among you, let them call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over the sick. Anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. So when I got home, I had a bottle of oil. I picked the oil, and I told my wife, let's move. So we went to where she was. When we entered her room, she was very sick. Although the pain had paralyzed her, she was very weak when we got there. You could not even talk, she couldn't even talk to us. So right there, I said, let's pray for her. So we began praying, and then based on that scripture, I anointed her with the oil, believing that God would raise her from the bed. After the prayer, there was a certain power that entered her, which suddenly took her up from her bed. She began to speak. And I said, the power of God was working here. So we continue the prayer, and after the prayer, I asked her, how do you feel now? Is the pain, pain gone down? He said, no. The pain is gone. Every pain is gone. And I said, we have a power here. Bishop, thank you very much for what you've done for us. Continue to teach us the word, and God will use us also to preach the word to others. Thank you very much. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Clap your hands for Jesus. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Clap your hands for Jesus again. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we ask that you grant us insights into your word. Let your light shine on our path. We bless you today. In Jesus' name, amen. You may please be seated this morning. And I want to ask you to please join me to go to John 20. John chapter 20. A post-resurrection story which I believe holds great keys of wisdom for all of us. The first day of the week, John 20 verse 1. The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early, say early, when it was yet dark unto the sepulchre. Then she ran it and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulchre. Then she ran it and cometh to Simon Peter. And to the other disciple whom Jesus loved. And said unto them. I'm preaching today a special Resurrection Sunday edition of you and your pastor. You and your pastor. I forgot to introduce the title. You and your pastor. Resurrection Sunday edition. She ran it and came to Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved. And said unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, and we know not where they have laid him. Peter therefore went forth, and the other disciple, and came to the sepulchre. So they ran both together, and the other disciple did outrun Peter, and came first to the sepulchre. And he, stooping down and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying, yet went he not in. Then cometh Simon Peter following him, and went into the sepulchre, and seeth the linen clothes lie, and the napkin that was about his head, not lying with the linen clothes but wrapped together in a place by itself. Then went in also that other disciple which came first to the sepulchre. And he saw and believed. For as yet, they knew not the scripture that he must, that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again unto their own home. But Mary stood without at the sepulchre, weeping. And as she wept, she stooped 
down and looked into the sepulchre and seeing two angels in white sitting the one at the head and the other at the feet where the body of Jesus had lain and they say unto her woman why we passed out she said unto them because they have taken away my Lord and I know not where they have laid him and when she had thus said she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus Jesus said unto her woman why weepest thou whom seekest thou she supposing him to be the gardener said unto him sir if thou have borne him hence tell me where thou hast laid him and I will take him away Jesus said unto her Mary and she turned herself and said unto him Rabboni which is to say Master, here ends the reading of our special Resurrection Sunday scripture. Is it a blessing? Is it a blessing? For some weeks now, I've been sharing on the relationships, the different types of relationships that exist between you and your pastor. Your pastor is a special person to you. And if you are a pastor, you should also know that you are a special person to your people. And therefore, it is very important for you to know how to behave. God gives us pastors. But unfortunately, the pastors who must come into our lives as carriers of God's blessings experience all kinds of relationships. But today, I believe God on this Resurrection Sunday is teaching us something very important. Now, the relationship I'm talking about is where you remain committed to your pastor in spite of the attitude of those who should know better. Where you remain committed and you do the right things in spite of the behavior of those who should know better. When you come to church, God gives you a pastor. But he does not only give you a pastor. He plants you into a family. This is a family. A large family. But ladies and gentlemen, there is a problem that comes to us when we find ourselves 
in a family like this. You come to meet people bearing titles. Reverend. Reverend. Lady Pastor. Lady Pastor. Shepherd. Shepherd. Pastor. Pastor. Minister Shepherd. Minister Shepherd. When you are an ordinary church member. Or sometimes. You come. And you come to meet a lot of people who have already. For instance, if today is your first time. You have come to meet nothing less than a thousand people who are already here. Now, based on the, either the titles you come to hear being used on certain people in the church or based on the time you came and the number of people you came to meet you will be tempted See, I'm talking about a temptation you will be tempted to say that oh this is a lady pastor oh that is a reverend oh that's a zonal leader so there is a certain behavior you expect from that person for which reason you may even want to copy that person if you came and met somebody who has been in this church already for 10 years the person knows a lot 10 years of Sunday morning Tuesday church I mean church membership for 10 years the person knows so much you have just come you came just last week that's why the relationship I'm talking about is where you remain committed in spite of the behavior or the attitude of those who should know better. Because when you come to a place you are tempted to follow the example of a zonal leader. Or a Basel shepherd. But today I have news for you. You must know how you should walk with God. Because sometimes the people you look up to for good behavior, do not behave well. So if you think because somebody has been here for 10 years, you are going to copy and mimic that person's behavior, you will discover that you are following somebody who is going to hell. Now, around Jesus were people who knew better. Disciples. Twelve of them. At this time, they were eleven. One had committed suicide whose name was 
Judas. Judas. But there were 11 of them. Now, in Jesus' circle of relationship, there were three guys who were closest to him. Peter the Rock, Peter, John the Beloved, and James the Brother. Peter, James, and John. Pedro, Johanne, and Jacobo. These were close. And then we have the Bartholomews and the Philips and the Matthews and so on who were also in the system. Then the Bible describes that there were other ladies and other gentlemen who were associated with Christ but were not of the order of Jesus' mighty men. We had Joseph of Arimathea. Joseph of Arimathea. We had Salome. Salome. We had Joanna. We had Susanna. We had Mary. Maria. We had Nicodemus. Nicodemus. These were there, but I mean, the, the main guys were these twelve disciples, within which we find these three main guys. Peter, James, and John. Now I'll start the preaching. You find now Jesus is dead. This is why you expect the people who walked with him to behave in a certain way. I don't know why they were all interested in going to the sepulchre. Perhaps it was a tradition to go there on the third. I don't know. I don't want to give you any, any stories. But, but on that Sunday morning, Thursday of the week, the Bible says that instead of the disciples of Christ rising up early to go to the sepulchre, they were asleep. Please note it. It's a very special, short message. The disciples were asleep. But what do we read? A woman called Mary decided that if the people who know better are sleeping, I will not sleep. I will rise up and go. And she got up and went to the sepulchre alone. Alone. Peter was asleep. John was asleep. The people Jesus trusted to do better. They were sleeping. When Mary went and saw that the stone had been rolled, she suspected something. So she, so she returned to inform the disciples that they have rolled away the stone. It is at this time that only two of them got up. Out of the eleven, only two got up. 
Peter and John. Petro and Johanne. And they ran. To the sepulchre. And as they were running, John ran faster than Peter. And entered the sepulchre. When he went, John, Johanne, sorry, he, he, he went to the sepulchre. But he did not enter. He just stood. Can you imagine you walking up? I'm talking about people who should know better. You're walking up from OEB. You have run to 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 a dental barrier. What to America? What to OEB? The America do a dental barrier. Just one step inside. I was at the tomb a few weeks ago. I saw the tomb. I mean, there. Just taking a step inside. No, he stood outside and looked inside. And then Peter arrived. Now, when he looked inside, he saw just the napkin. And then Peter stepped in. And he saw more than the napkin. He saw the linen that was used to tie him. So, John, who looked inside, saw only one item. But Peter, who stepped inside, saw two items. Because the deeper you go, the more you see of the same experience. There are deeper levels in this walk we are walking. You may not know, but there are, see, I'm talking about where you remain committed, doing the right things. There are levels. You have made yourself a Sunday only Christian. But there is a Tuesday service. And so We have conventions. There were conventions. The one who stands outside to look inside cannot expect to have the same experience as the one who puts both feet inside. So there are two pieces of cloth. Oh. Two pieces of cloth. Lying there. Ah, But you are seen only one. Because of your attitude. A sign will subanti. To you, the only thing that lies there is one piece. But not knowing that there are two pieces. That is what God wants you to know today. There is more of what you are seeing. Whatever experience you are having in the church, there is more. There is more. But how you have decided to relate with the church and with your pastor, that is why you are seeing what you are seeing. That was just by the side. Then let's come back to the story again. They see these things, and it's like, Charlie, make we go. 
Let's go. Let's go. You see it right there. Verse 10. Then the disciples went away. Onto their own home. They went to continue sleeping. And the guy is dead. This type of what what you see? This see, but clap your hands for Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene. When she was going to the sepulcher, she did not care whether disciples and apostles were there or not. She went anyway. She is the one who came to tell them that something is happening there. Because if you, are, if you say you are going to wait for disciples, you may never see what you must see. If you say you are go- as I'm sitting here, zona leaders have just come to church. Ordinary members are in the church. I was at the back there. If the ordinary member says that he's waiting to see how the zona leader prays, how the zona leader attends church. How the zonal leader even mobilizes on Sunday. That person will never learn anything good. That is why I'm saying to you that sometimes when you are in a place, there are people with some titles and some positions who you expect to know better. But you must have a mind that you also will have an understanding that is aside the understanding that comes from the leaders. You must know what you must do. Micah chapter 6 and verse 8 says, He has shown thee, he has shown thee, he has shown thee, he has shown thee, O man, what is good. What is good and what the Lord requires of you. God does not show us. He shows only you. Everybody here, every Christian, if you are working with God, you need to know what is good. You should know yourself. Because if you are going to depend on leaders to show you what is good, you may learn what is bad. You may have a choir leader who, 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 who has the commitment of a cloud. The commitment of a cloud. As he's there leading you, he himself in his heart, he's not in the church. A little bump on the road. You see that he, he leaves the church. Then you ask yourself, hey, should I go? Should I follow my leader? Or I should stay? I'm, what I'm talking about, it's not, I'm not, it's, it's not a preaching window. There's a leader, a choir leader who has just disappeared with his gifts. Now, if you are a member of the church, of the choir, you just joined two months ago or two weeks ago, you'll be confused. 
Should I stay also? Or I should follow my leader? That is why Mary Magdalene is one of the heroes of the resurrection story because she did not follow bad leaders. When you are in the church, there is a way you must relate with the church and with your pastor. But you need to look into the Bible to know what is right. Because if you follow the choir leader, he may be fornicating with you. There are choir leaders who sleep with their church members. Choir members. Some people, even as they are sending the music, they are adding pornography to it. They're not imagining things. So when you come to a place, yes, God gives you a leader, God gives you whatever, but you also must know. You see, Mary Magdalene had a relationship with Jesus that did not depend on disciples. They came and saw some pieces of cloth. They were not impressed. They went home. But, but Mary, once again, did not follow them. First of all, Mary did not follow them to sleep in the house. She came alone. You see again, they've come to see pieces of cloth. There's nothing more to see. Pastors, oh, they've gone home. But Mary, the ordinary church member, remained at the sepulcher and as she remained there, she saw more than just two pieces of cloth. At least the Bible says she saw two angels. Listen, at the same place, not in another tomb, where people are seeing napkins, others are seeing angels. Where people are seeing napkins, others are seeing angels. Where people are seeing napkins. So if you say that you are following those who saw napkins, maybe you, God meant for you to see angels. But because you are following the bad example of pastors and zonal leaders and shepherds, you may never do well. I mean, one hour after the service started, one complete hour. The church was less than half full. Right now it's full. That's the people have been sitting outside. Upstairs, upstairs. It's full. But if you are not a correct pastor, this, these things will impress you. But I don't find it impressive. Impressive. Sorry. It's not impressive. It's not impressive. Oh, the place is full. No. It's only somebody who is into numbers and into crowds that will find, oh wow, take a picture and, no I, it's, 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 you, you need to understand that sometimes even the people who must lead you, they fail they fail you so you also as a Christian must know when to come to church. 
You hear a pastor has gone to sleep with somebody. Do you follow the person? Do you follow the example? I mean, right now in the news, there's, there's a story of someone like that in the country. What do you do? You must not just sit there with an empty head, with an empty soul, and just allow yourself to be blown by the wind. You must know yourself what you should also do. Mary, the ordinary church member, did not follow her pastors. She followed them as long as they were doing the right thing. Which means Mary herself knew what was right. Sometimes you expect the person who is a shepherd, who is a pastor, who is a zonal leader, who is a whatever, to, to, to know better and to do better and to act well. Sometimes, in most cases, you find your pastors doing the right thing, going the right way, and you follow. We must follow. But as you are following, you also must understand that you, you see, you, you, you owe your knowledge of God to yourself. She saw two angels. Go back to verse 11. Mary, Weeping. We don't see the disciples weeping. At least we, have, we don't read that Peter wept. Because when you are with, around people, eh, the, the, if, even the emotional attachment to what you are doing, you may, you'll be surprised that even pastors don't love God the way they should love God. Today, the, 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 the resurrection Sunday message is that be like Mary. Don't be like Peter. Pedro. Be like Mary. Yes, sir, Mary. What does Mary teach us? Then a Mary train. As an ordinary member. She remained committed. Oh, 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 see, it's Despite the behavior of those who, 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 who knew better. Ah, she stood there. She's weeping. Pastors have gone home. I for no coffee. If you don't get up in the morning and read your Bible yourself and you say you are depending on a pastor to know God, I'm telling you that in most cases you may find the right direction. Yes, but there will, there will be certain days eh, you will be disappointed. You will hear we are fasting and praying. Meanwhile, the pastor is not fasting. You see him at a restaurant. He's eating. What do you do? Sometimes you have knowledge yourself. 
You must open the Bible yourself. Listen to messages yourself. 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 When the pastor comes and brings something, it is just extra. When I'm teaching you today should be extra. It should not be that today is the first time you are opening your Bible since you opened it last week. Depending on my revelation to share with you, no, it's a powerful revelation. Wow, the pastor is preaching. But what I'm giving you should come to meet something you have acquired yourself. Suddenly, she turned. All these experiences, Mary would never have had it if she had followed Peter and John. She turned and saw a disguised form. A disguised form. An appearance that was different from what she knew. And she said, this is the gardener. And she asked the gardener, where have you laid him? Tell me where you've laid him. Obviously, Mary Magdalene was more interested more interested than, than pastors you, will, you must never forget today's message be very careful don't let your faith depend on the behavior of somebody you think should know better no God for yourself otherwise a shepherd will lead you astray and destroy your life yes. that's why I said one hour after a church service has started nobody is in the service because the leaders themselves cannot be oh, you, you are just coming I saw you, you just came you are here, you are sitting here just came. just came in the name of what the name of what? You were bringing your people here? No, it's not true. It's not true. Are you aware that this is not the first service? <laughs> Some people managed to come here at 6.30. Period. You know what I said? Some people do what? Yeah. Zona leaders like you, members like you, pastors, grown-ups, here, older, one of them, he doesn't even have hair. He's so old that he, all his hair is finished. He sits here at 8, uh, 6.30. Don't, don't come and tell our stories. They managed to be here at 6.30. They managed to be here at 7 o'clock. I'm telling you, listen, listen to me very carefully. Today we are making ordinary members heroes. We are making ordinary members heroes. And leaders and pastors are the villains. Don't sit there and point to a pastor as the reason why you are going to hell. Don't sit there and point to a shepherd as the reason. 
God gives us pastors. God gives us leaders. But you must remain committed. Even, even, even your relationship with us, your pastors, it must not depend on a shepherd. Or once you see the shepherd, Paul said, follow me, even as I follow Christ. So, because it's not, you don't just follow. You ask yourself carefully, what, what, and you see, how will you know he's following Christ? So, follow me, even as I follow Christ. How will you know he's following? So, so, so which means that even the person who is following should have knowledge of the standards. You don't just follow blindly. You must have knowledge of the standards and realize, no, I cannot meet the standards. So I'm following somebody and, and you're riding on his energy and his momentum, but I know the standards. I mean, if you are following a pastor who is leaving a church, do you follow the person? You must know the standards. Don't be so attached to someone that you follow the Mary Magdalene was not so attached to Peter. When they came, she went to call them. They came, they saw the cloth and so and they went back home. And Mary was standing there. She couldn't believe it. Ah, but what is happening to these people? It's like they, they, they have no interest to, but Mary still stood there. And when she looked inside, what should she see? Angels in the same place where others are seeing cloth. And then when she turns herself, who should she see? A gardener. Sana, the gardener, was the Jesus Christ they were looking for. Maria dear oni esuan fo ne ba ya omo be hu ya omo ko ye no na ye ne nwanwa se nkofu aba be hu asem e yesi mutumi ko fie koda wonu wani omo achi o o tena o hwe ye e twen o hwe obodan mu hu abofo odane ne ni no owo obi aso no na ododo ho enso no na na ye yesu na na o hwehwe no that's the message today and asem a make na no no nothing mystical ya die bia e hu what am i saying die na make be like mary yes say mary you yourself should know what you must do. If you must get up and go at dawn, get up. If as you are going, I mean, what is as, as so nice or what is as nice as you, a, a woman at dawn? I say it was early. As she was going, the place was even dark. I mean, it would have been very nice if she had men with her. But if the men would not go, you believe God and you go. It's, it's nice that you will do I mean you are a basal member it's nice that you will do outreach on Saturday with your shepherd but if your shepherd is not coming go and do the outreach because Charlie, maybe you may be the one destined to see angels and experience certain blessings that the shepherd will never see is it not sad? I mean, East, uh, Resurrection Sunday is actually what makes us Christians. Not Good Friday. Other, other religions also have their leaders who also died in mysterious ways and tragic deaths and all that. I mean, death, all die be die. I mean, he has died. Yes, he shed his blood. 
the blood, oh no, we all know the blood, the blood power, blood, 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 blood. But the Paul said, if Christ is not risen, then our faith is in vain. I mean, this is, this is it. Today is the day. Not Friday. It is the resurrection Sunday that makes Christianity, not Christmas, not Good Friday. It is resurrection Sunday. The power to rise again. The power to, to, to become great again. The power to resurrect. No matter how low you are. No matter how down you are. The power to resurrect. Can you imagine that the resurrection story does not have disciples playing a major role? Even later we look at someone like Thomas. Even when there was a meeting, he was not even there. So if you are looking for up to Thomas's and Peter's, when it matters most, you will not have any good example to follow. So when it's Peter for any Thomas for a mra at the Hiana Bebano, we know at the so papebia and wrestle. Today, I'm telling you, that's why, you know, when we say, um, like, so I say some things which are, which are funny, like humorous. Like uh, using the Bible with drawings. If you have a Bible and at the end, there's a picture of uh, uh, the walls of Jericho or a high priest or a, 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 a Roman soldier. It's not a good Bible. It's, it's funny. But I'm telling you, look, listen to me. Don't depend on me. Study the Bible for yourself. Read the Bible. Grow your faith. Your, your faith. So for see a be our Kassan or Sabia, which let them make it out for new womb, or seeing your own at you. One Kassas would your faith. One Kassa would read your Bible yourself. King can one Kassa would dress them, the king read books yourself. King can a woman for fro yourself. One Kassa yourself. One Kassa. Otherwise, you may be. Let me use the word. I don't, it's, not, it's not normally a, a word we use. But I will use it. You may be lucky. That without anything in your head, you may find a pastor and follow him to heaven. But it's a dangerous way to live your life. If, if I come to visit you, I come, I sit down. Uh, with you, we are eating, we chatting, and so in your house, and I, I, I'm drawing closer to you, closer to you. I put my hand on your on your on your neck. I'm talking to you, and before you know, my lips are coming to your lips. You come in. You say, oh, I'm I, I'm a bishop. Oh, bishop. Hey, is it? Hey, is it nice? Okay, bishop. Again, I'm counting one, two, three. Chew. I told you, be a number of fear. Your tune said, Did you did you read? Men son and an anamona no ben wano. Now, so you are also a bishop. So for penning, it means that your faith rests with me, but your faith must go beyond me into the Christ who died for you yourself. And no, 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 six and it's a witness. I may fail you. Me would did yet, I mean, so now we did yet, my name cost through. Now, for yes, now would you won't one? It's a son's a mitten, mitten yet to shamble. And when you do that, you'll experience things that pastors... Look, these are titles. Oh. You can know God in a way a pastor has not known God. Yes. 
you, you, you can have an experience with God that somebody you expect to know better doesn't have. Know God for yourself. One day, we'll appoint you a shepherd. We'll ordain you as a reverend. We'll appoint you as a pastor. All these are all titles. We are working. So we need order in the church and all. But you yourself must, must, must have a level of spirituality that does not depend on others, on a Peter or a Thomas or a John. They will fail you on the day it matters most. Rise your feet. Close your eyes, please. I want you to just lift up your two hands and ask the Lord to reveal himself to you. Personal, Personal commitments. How can you say you have come to church? When you come to spend only 20 minutes. What are you doing to yourself? Because the leaders who must lead you have failed you. But your faith should not rest on men. If they are helping you, allow the help. But you yourselves, you should know, when do I go to church? Pray and ask the Lord, Father, teach me to know you personally. To know you personally. To know you personally. To know you personally. Personally. Oh, thank God for your pastors. Thank God for your bishop. Thank you, God, for your reverend. But I'm t- today, I'm, I'm telling you, don't love a spiritual life that is waiting for a pastor. Read your Bible yourself. Pray every day yourself. Walk with God yourself. Father, we thank you. We bless you for today. Thank you for all you do for us in Jesus' name. Every eye closed and every head bowed. Every eye closed, every head bowed. If you are here today, you are not born again. You can put your hand down. Close your eyes. You are here today, you are not born again. You want Jesus Christ to come into your life as your as your Lord and your personal Savior. You want Jesus Christ to come into your life. Wherever you are. You can lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Pastor, I want to be born again. I don't know Jesus. Every eye closed. Just lift your hand. If you want to receive Jesus Christ into your life, just lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Lift your hand high. Yes, I see your hand. Pastor, I want to be born again. So for me, person, me now Upstairs, down at the back, wherever you are. If your hand is up, come to the front here. Come here. Come down here. Come to me here. Here. Come here. I'm waiting for you here. Baby, be a witch. Now, so what? Peja wants to cross. So I'm not gonna bring any more. 
to anamu na pray ni ma fi baby a wujina no na pray ni ma sofo e chen wa ha to anamu na pray ha clap your hands for them as they come mo 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 samu mo mo emra wo mo fi edi aba Close your eyes. Lift up your two hands. Your two hands. Yes. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I surrender my life to you. I realize that I'm not, I'm, I, am, I am a sinner. I am far from you. Oh God, today I declare that I am not born again. I am not born again. I've been in church. Please go back. Don't disturb the meeting, McDonald's. Is it clear? Say, I've been in church. I've been in church. But I've not saved. But I'm not saved. I'm not born again. I'm not born again. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Oh God. Oh God. And receive me. And receive me. Receive me. Receive me. And cleanse me. And cleanse me. I am dirty. I am dirty. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. My sins. My sins. Have made me so dirty. Have made me so dirty. Today. Today. I surrender my life to you. I surrender my life to you. And I ask you. you. And I ask please you, wash me. Please wash me. Please cleanse me. Please cleanse me. And establish me. And establish me. In the church. In the church. Oh Lord, I pray. Oh Lord, I pray. Please show me the right way. Please show me the right way. Give me an appetite for your word. Give me an appetite for your word. I will read my Bible. I will read my Bible. I will pray every day. I will pray every Myself. Myself. My faith in you. My faith in you will not depend on others. Will not depend on others. Thank you. Thank you. For my teachers. For my teachers. For my pastors. For my pastors. For my shepherds. For my shepherds. They will teach me. They will teach and me. And I will obey. And I will obey. But beyond them, but beyond I will them, know you personally. I will know you personally. I thank you. I thank you. For my salvation. For my salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend. Keep listening and keep living passionately for God.